What's going on, y'all? Once again, it's your boy, Follow the Leader. Hope you are following the leader. Today, um, you know, I did a pregame early on about Villanova. They lost. Big loss they had. Um, Michigan got in their butt. You can see the inexperience in one of those type of games. When I'm totally shocked. Me now, this was a seven game series. They wouldn't even they wouldn't beat this team. But once again, they had to be woke up. And um, Villanova started out in the first half, forty one seventeen, and then they lost seventy three to forty six. As you know, I'm all right for VU Sports, so you know we all bad by that one. But this is NBA Draft from Radio. We're going to talk about the prospects and how impressive they're looking. Duke playing Eastern Michigan today. You know, playing one of those teams like, you know, um, they should slap around, and they did. 84-46. to 46. Let's talk more about R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. Is averaging, you know, he's the number one prospect. 28 points a game, five rebounds and four assists. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. Um, in this past game, you know, RJ Bear is a little quiet, you know, quiet night for him. 20 points, shot eight for 21, you know, letting it fly. You know, he can do that. He has that, you know, ability. Let it fly. And that's what he did. 20 points, six assists, four rebounds, uh, one steal. The number one prospect in the 2019 draft by NBA draft room. Right now, the Cavs in their spot, they will be definitely taking RJ Barrett. I, I just don't think maybe Zion Williamson. I mean, any of them guys can go. And, and like I always say, Cameron Reddish is the most, I think, complete basketball player in this whole draft. And patience. IQ, what he can do with the basketball, but RJ Barrett, so he's, he's the most explosive scorer in this draft. John Williams is just the most athletic and his athletic ability with the fact that he can do everything that RJ Barrett's doing on the floor. Matter of fact, let me prove it to you. Zion Williamson, 21 points, nine rebounds, 10 for 12. The man was reported to be shooting eight around 80%. Ridiculous. 21 points, nine rebounds, two assists, two blocks. All right. Zion Williamson this season is averaging 27 and a half points, 11 and a half rebounds, three assists. I mean, crazy right now. Simply crazy right now. And, um, this game may be a factor then, but that's what he's averaging right now. Um, if you get a guy like that, three assists a game, shooting over 80%, 50% from the three point line, whenever, you know, 66% from the free throw line, you know, it'll go three and a half blocks, one steal. Just fill up the stat sheet. Why don't you? The man is 6'7, 285. He don't look 285. I'm sorry, man. But, um, in the NBA draft room sorts, he would be going to the Suns. Now, that's a little retarded. It was a team that they got. <laughs> they would draft them. There's no doubt. Zion Williamson would go to the Suns and their team. Like they're so they're so close to being an elite team. They have everything in place. Watch out for that team in the future. Phoenix will have a big time team. Cameron Reddish. What did he do? What did he do? He only had three points. He didn't really do nothing. Twelve minutes on the floor. Um Farbrim, I mean, we'll see what that um, but he's averaging twenty three and a half points, four and a half rebounds, three assists. Crazy. 
Like, so, and he would go and this notion to the Wizards. Now, you're looking at the Cavs. The Cavs are not going to be that bad team, okay? We look at where the Suns are. I mean, where uh Kings are rocking that, you know. Where could the Kings somehow, some way make that mark? I mean, that would be the Celtics. They're, they're saying the Kings are definitely going to roll up there. But I'm hoping only if the Sixers get that number one slot, you know. And if you look at the Sixers, they're not too – the Sixers are going to be one of those teams down the other part of the first round, probably looking to trade their pick or just get another player to add. Just go ahead and draft good, get another player to add, okay? Um, Quentin Grimes has always been one of those guys who can just definitely, you know, he's, he's a basketball player. And I think even then I knew he was good. I just didn't think that this guy was, I didn't think this guy was as good as maybe he could even, even more be, um, got the, the combo guard explosive extent. And like, and like I said, in this draft is a talented draft. Every draft is a talented draft, but how talented is just not that talented. Not taking nothing away from these guys. It's just a natural rating. 15 and a half points a game, seven assists. That's what the number four prospect in the NBA draft from is averaging. He's 6'5", 210. Um, he's shooting 50% from the field, 57% from the three-point line. I mean, that's crazy right now. So he's one of those type of guys. You got to watch out for him. You got to definitely watch out for Quentin Grimes. It's going to be something to see just how good he gets, what type of player he is heading into this um this season. Nazir Little. Now, Nazir Little is one of those guys that was like number two. And I told people, I was like, listen, y'all got to stop this. Y'all got to stop this. He's not, it's those three guys are the best. So anyway, he's averaging 12 points, four and a half, uh, rebounds a game and one assist against Stanford. He had eight points, you know, five rebounds. He's had a 21 point game. He's going to continue to show you the progress. He's definitely going to be somebody to watch that could be a real good player on the NBA team. I'm very intrigued by just how good Nancy a little can get. Looking at guys like us, Sincordi and Boya. Um, I wrote, I did a one on one with him. Like I said, he's coming. He's, he's out. He, he's coming out in this draft. And to talk about a guy that is just sensational and one of those type of guys who can just do a lot with the ball. Now he's an intriguing guy because of his power when he's in transition and he can only just get better. I don't know. He's more like a faster Draymond Green and, and more athletic Draymond Green. That's what I say. He's just a, he's a big guy and he can do a lot more. Um, Looking at his, what he can do on the on the court and his moves and the type of player he is, um, I can only see a team getting better with him. Just getting better. If you try to envision a player that, you know, what he would do for a team, he can go as high as being a starter or he could be on the bench and come up, but he can be the type of dude that can impact right away. When you play overseas – You'll see a lot of that. I mean, this guy is a do-it-all player. I mean, he can do so much with the basketball. 
And he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. He's 17. He's only going to get better. And when you look at guys like that, international place, it's now every year there's international unicorns. They're just coming out. These big time, spectacular players that can just, you know, do a lot. I mean, it wasn't like that overseas before. Now it's like that. When we talk about Sakura Dion Boya, we talk about a guy that um, can become a top three pick. Just look at this guy play. The Hawks. Just saying the Hawks. NBA draft, and we saying the Hawks will be that guy. He can do. He, he's a, he's a, on, on both sides of the floor. He's a player. You know, 6'9", 215. Daniel Gafford. Daniel Gafford out of Arkansas. Arkansas has been recently. You know, they have a real good team with one guy we're going to have to pay attention to is um, Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe, number one player in Arkansas in his class, and he can he's definitely impressive. Got that shot. He's perfect for right now. Right now, Daniel Gaffer's averaging 16 points, eight rebounds, three blocks, three blocks. So, listen, he's, he's well as advertised. He's well on his way, and you're going to see him do a lot more also. Come to a player as with the skills of Daniel Gafford. You, listen, with all these guys hitting these three-pointers, you're going to need um, a defensive player. You're going to need a defensive player. It's just no doubt. I'm talking about a guy that, you know, can has a wingspan, great wingspan. Serious wingspan, 7'2", 6'11", 234, 7'2", wingspan, and he's probably, to me, the best. He's a defensive player I want. It's a lot of guys out here with potential, but Daniel Gafford, if you're looking for an elite player with defense that can run the floor, you're looking for him. He's a championship guy. You need guys like that to win championships. So, And my total... Or something from him. I think he'll have an even better time in the tournament. You'll see him play better. You'll see him shooting the tournament. So this year is big for Sincordi and Boya. And right now, this year, um, he's making things. You know what I mean? He's been six points a game. Um, Sincordi and Boya, two rebounds a game, but he's hitting fifty-one percent from the field. You know, he's only shooting 20, 23% from three, you know. And people are probably not looking like, what is he doing special? I mean, the guy's a special player, but you got other players on the team. Everybody sees what they see and when you can only get, you know, and he's doing good with his time. When you look at the team he with, in advanced stats, if he was, you know, in the NBA, you know, we're talking about 16 points a game. We're talking about, a good four blocks, which we know he ain't going to get that. <laughs> Not in the NBA, but we're talking about what he would be doing if he was a guy. He'd be 16 and 10 right now. So he's not getting the minutes, you know, advanced stats to tell you he's not getting the minutes. So he's really averaging. You're looking at a guy averaging 16 and 10, you know, in the per 36, you know, type of atmosphere. But this guy is going to give you something. He's going to be impressive. I just can't wait to see him get to the NBA to see what else he can do, you know. Um, Last year, he scored around eight points a game. You know, 
between all his teams. He equaled up to like a five point, but his last 27, 18, his last team player to basket in the LNB Pro B League, eight points, 8.4 points a game, excuse me. So I'm looking to see what this guy can do. And then you got Gaffer. And the reason why I stop at these two and go back and forth, because they're both two way players too. And they're athletic. So we're talking about two players in the top 10. In the top 10. Two, Sakor Dion Boyer and Daniel Gafford, 6-7. Orlando Magic, the Hawks, and the Thunder look right now to be in place for the 8th, 9th, and 10th, the way things are going. Well, Chris Wilkes can play. He can shoot. And he's smooth. He's one of those guys on here. Now, this is a guy who could transcend from this draft in this time with these guys. He's more of a J.J. Riddick or more of a Jamal Crawford type score, but just smoother. He plays for UCLA. UCLA got an impressive team with Jalen Haynes and Moses Brown, two other NBA prospects that um, Moses Brown's in this class. We'll talk about him too. He's another guy we're going to look at. Chris Wilkes right now is averaging 22 points, seven rebounds, three assists, coming to his own as a sophomore. I mean, we was already talked about. He was already talked about to be a good player and what he could do. But, you know, he just hadn't came out. Now, it's his year. This is the year he's he looking for lottery. And that's where he at right now. He's looking like one of those players. 22 points a game. Um, if you're looking for a shooter, a guy that can, you know, right now he's hitting 28%, but I think it'll go up. He is 80% from the free throw line. He's 47% from the field. So, this is a shooter at the size of 6'8 that is a lot of scouts are going to look at and go in the combine, shoot it out. This is a guy I believe will stay in the top 10 in this draft. He keeps shooting it good. Naz Reed, been playing real good. That's my guy. He committed in LSU to LSU. And, you know, Villanova was recruiting him. But then, you know, it was him and um my guy – Jelly JQ, they was cool together. They was really looking to go to the same school. They both was uh, going at taking visits to Arizona, you know, LSU. But, you know, Quinley had chose Arizona and Naz had chose LSU. But, you know, things happened and we ended up getting JQ. And the game recently, JQ, he showed some stuff in the later games. And I think that, you know, Jay Wright's going to have to see that JQ has to get in there and, you know, I think if he would have got him in there to chop things up, teach him how to be a killer in there, let him do what he do, and eventually JQ will make some stuff happen, no doubt. That team's going to come together. But anyway, Nas Reed, the man, Nas Reed. I'm surprised by his three-point shooting. Shooting 42% from the three-point line. Uh, he's a freshman, averaging 19.6 rebounds. And don't forget, he block a game. He's a defensive player. He's a super defensive player and a super athletic player. If you got a three, he's like DeAndre. I used to compare him to DeAndre Jordan, but I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to bow down to that one because he's definitely become something better than that. Uh, last game, he had 11 points, five rebounds against Memphis. He's totally turned to a player. I mean, he's gonna stay in that top ten too with that three point shot. He's gonna impress some people. Romeo Langford is a 
top, top recruit, five-star in Indiana, um, playing on TV right now as we speak. He's the type of player we're going to see what happens with him. We're talking about a shooting guard, explosive shooting guard in this draft. Averaging 15.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists. 6'5", 6'6", shooting guard. He's not hitting big from three-point land. He's hitting 60% from the field, you know. And he's definitely explosive, super explosive. So we're going to see how he goes. But as you can see, what he's averaging, 15.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and he's shooting 60% from the field. Crazy for a 6'6 guard right now. He's only going to continue to get better for Indiana. Charles Bassey, what is he doing for Western Kentucky? Um, he's a guy that reclassified, came down, wanted to jump in this draft. And I think it's it was smart because of the talent factor in this draft. He could be even higher than he would in 2020. Charles Bassey, he's a big guy, can play the four, can play the five. He, went to, he committed to Western Kentucky. He's averaging 13 points, 10 and a half rebounds right now. Three blocks. So that's going to be intriguing the um, teams in the NBA. He shoots 62% from the field. Classic big man. Um, his last game, he had 15 points, nine rebounds, four blocks. He's going to be a factor for Western Kentucky. He's going to put them in most games. He's a natural big bruising big man. He's an 11th ranked prospect. So we're talking about Romeo Langford will be going to the Thunder. If this was the draft right now, we just want to add up and let me recap since we've been through the top 10. RJ Barrett would be going to the Cavs. Let's just say that happened. That means RJ Barrett would go over there play with Colin Sexton, which would be a good little one two combo. And that would, you know, regardless of who this pick was between the three, that would really reshape and make Cleveland because you already got Colin Sexton over there. The Phoenix Suns, you give them Zion Williamson. That's ignorant, and I think they would automatically go into the playoff race. I think he's that type of an impact player, 6'6", 272. Cameron Reddish with the Wizards. That's unfair. So you mean to tell me you got John Wall, Bradley Bill, and you bring in Cameron. Cameron Reddish will give John Wall another monster. Like, that would be just what they needed to really compete in the East, you know. And that's this is, you know, we got R.J. Barrett and Cameron Reddish. Everybody talking about the West, but – Look at these two guys that will be coming in the East. The Bulls getting Quentin Grimes. You get a point guard like that. Say they get him. And then we're like, where's Chris Dunn? Well, let's say you got that three-guard rotation with Archie Diakono, Chris Dunn, four-guard rotation, Zach Levine, and Quentin Grimes. That's a little nasty. So that would add something to him. Nasty a little. Well, if he go to the Knicks with Kevin Knox, you put Knox at the four, you can do that. Put Nasty a little at the three. Or maybe even put him at the shooting guard position. I mean, but he would be explosive. It'll be something to see how he would mess with Porzingis and how he would mess with um, Kevin Knox. Sincordi and Boya, with Trey Young over there and Amari Spellman, you know, guys, you bring a guy like that and, and with the talent he has, interesting to see really how he turns out. 6'9", 215, put him at the power four position. You got John Collins. There's a lot of young horses. Atlanta has some young horses. We'll see how that all turns out, but they have some young horses. Um, the Rockets getting Gafford would just make them, they're not going to be in here though. I, I don't, just some, it's going to shake up in here. We all know it's going to shake up, but the Rockets getting Gafford would be totally unfair. You let Chris Ball, Paul play about five more years. You got him and Capella. 
And then, you know, Eric Gordon with James Harden, that would be crazy. Chris Wilkes going to the Magic would give him a score. And he's somebody like that next to all these big men, Isaac, Bamba. You know, you got Gordon, another a forward, high flyer. You need somebody that's going to score it. Naz Reed going to the Hawks. Two picks for the Hawks. So you mean to tell me you're going to have Naz? And you're going to have the Amboya? That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Um, Naz is a special athlete. And where he is. Okay, the Thunder have Romeo Langford. That's crazy. If, if Schrader is still there and you got Romeo Langford, like, that's crazy to have him back up. Russell Westbrook. That's it. With Terrence Ferguson. It's just crazy. Charles Bassey going to the Nets. He need all they can get. I mean, that's a good bruiser, rebounder. There you go. It'll be a good quality big man with them. Now, Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson been impressing me going up my draft board for so long. To me, he's a top 10 guy, period. Like, there's no other right. He's top 10. I mean, the way he scores, isn't too many people as gifted as him at the shooting guard position that can score like him. Kentucky was the right program for him. He was averaging 19 points, four rebounds, and uh, two assists a game. You know, Kentucky's playing right now. You know, um, he wanted to update. We want to stop right quick and update with some of the guys with the scoreboard as we speak. Romeo Lankford has 20 points, four rebounds, and two steals. All right, um. Now, it's also an update on the prospect by right now. Indiana up 65 to 44. Guys like Marcus Howard, nine points, four rebounds, you know, prospect watch guys. Uh, guard, he's only shooting four for 12. Uh, shout out to Justin Smith, a guy who was a four star. Villanova's recruiting 8.6 rebounds he has right now. You know, Romeo Langford is, look at that, 20 points. We were just talking about him, what, what he gets to. Tyler Hero, another update on this guy. He um he's a shooter. He's a scary scorer. Uh, they're playing North Dakota Fighting Hawks right now. And guys like PJ Washington, 10 points. You know, four for six from the field. Kelly Johnson has 10 points right now, five rebounds. Uh Emmanuel Quigley, eight points. Tyler Hero, nine points, you know. Those are just some of your draft prospects and what they're doing. Right now, 50-32 over North Dakota. Looking at just how good um, a lot of prospects are in this draft. Just just trying to trying to wait, trying to see what who's good. And But right now, this draft is just a little different. Just a little different, that's all. When you talk about um, talent, how explosive some talent is, you know, you got to kind of this draft ain't just like the last couple of drafts. I mean, last two drafts that went by was absolutely bananas. 2017-2018, absolutely bananas. The talent that was in it. Now, Michigan Charles Matthews, 19 points. He is a draft prospect, second-round prospect that can play, can score, really prove a lot in that game. Um, a guy to watch, Ignis Brazdikis. Yeah, 18.7 rebounds. He has been their guy. He's been their guy, freshman. So prospect watch, watch on him. Um, six seven forward. Eric Pascal, ten point six rebounds. Um, 
you know, having his, you know, not a rough struggling game for everybody. Everybody struggled. Everybody kind of froze up and it just, just wasn't right in this game. But that's why people are here to learn. You know, Cole Swatter had five points shot to him, four star, uh, half, high four star, even to debate and have a good game. Four points for Quinley, Javon Quinley, Jelly, Jake Unova. Uh, five points, three assists, four rebounds for Gillespie. You know, just nine points under a guy for, uh, for, um, Booth. Another guy I tell you to always keep a watch on. Villanova, national champions, just updating what happened. Lawson got pounced on by the Wolverines, 73 to 46. So you're looking at a lot with this, um, basketball. What's going on? Which players are good? Cassius Winston. Let's talk about him. Another prospect to look at. 23 points, five rebounds, three assists. Cassius Winston. Ken B- Michigan State always goes against some players. Always. Always goes against players. Nick Ward uh, had four points, three rebounds. You know, he's a, a prospect to be like Jeremy Langford. Uh, 16 points, two rebounds. Prospect watch. You know, look at some guy. guys that are in, you know, prospects and or in mock drafts, guys that are talented, very talented. Now, when we talk about so many prospects, we still have to talk about other guys like um recently the twenty nineteen class is looking a little that's gonna be a decent class. It really, really is. It's not it's gonna be a better than this class. Like I tell people, you know, it's not about, you know, you just can't look at certain things like, you know, this class is, um, if I say it's a less talented class, don't mean won't be no good players out this class and, and guys are not good. It's just guys are not, don't stack up to other drafts. That's all it's about. You know, you can even be proved wrong by some drafts. I've seen it. I've seen it all the time. It happens all the time. Um, I believe that, you know, 2020 is going to be something because of Sky Lewis, Brian Antoine, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, Isaiah Stewart, Matthew Hurt. It's some real guys that that can play, that can really ball, that play for these teams. Like, you know, and um, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy sequence to really look at the 2020 draft. I never really looked at it as close. Like the James Wiseman's coming out. Like this draft could be another one. Like you're going to skip this one and just get this other one. And this 2019 draft at the top of it, things are even better. That's what it is. At the top of it, the very top, you see things are different. They're better. A prospect watch guy. I mean, we, we head to Notre Dame and Notre Dame. Prospect by DJ Harvey. I'm really looking for this guy to blast off as a player. Oh, uh, yeah, seven points tonight. He's explosive talent in 20 minutes, four rebounds. We'll see how he goes. DJ Harvey is a high four star. Um, can definitely ball, put it on the floor, do a lot with the basketball. If I say anything about this draft, it does have a, a mixture of front court players. Very intriguing front court players. But after the top three, it's other guys that just kind of, you just kind of wonder. Like even the Darius Garland 
in the draft. You look at Darius Garland and it's just like, okay, he, he don't, he don't get you like the draft before or the draft before that. Like seriously, I, Darius Garland can play, but he's not at that, you know, he's not getting to me like that. You know, I think he could be an on the bench player or a player that starts eventually goes to the bench. One of those, he's he like Dennis Schrader to me a little bit. Uh, Brandon Randolph, Brandon Randolph, 21 points. Four rebounds. He's a he's a heck of a shooter, man. Six six from the free throw line, one for two from the three point. He's gonna be one of the best shooters in the draft. I mean, he can really play basketball. I mean, people forget about him. There's some other guy like Emmanuel Colt who I feel like if not this draft, the next draft, he'll eventually get his time to shine. Brandon Williams, the freshman. Had a big game. He's averaging 11 points and six and a half assists. I'm going to tell you something. He's second round talent. He can definitely play ball. He had 21 points tonight versus Utah. Brandon Randolph. Just, just remember that name. See, that's one of my guys that I'm saying the guys under the radar. NBA draft room coming out with some articles for y'all for NBA draft room for this draft coming up. Seriously. Like this is going to be a draft that's going to be something to look at because Who's gonna be that 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 team? I mean, that player that comes out. Who's gonna exceed expectations? We've seen it. Donovan Williams is probably one of the biggest, besides Kobe Bryant. I mean, people knew Kobe Bryant. They actually had expectations for Kobe Bryant, but Donovan Williams, nobody had big expectations for him. Just completely different in a big big way. Now, we're going to go back and go to this draft, man. Where was that? Bowl Bowl at 13. They got to stop this. I mean, people got to stop this. 13, he's going to go up. Them, my guys, Bowl Bowl's bigger on my mock, on my big board, NBA draft from 13. I know he's going to go up because everybody's been impressed with Bowl Bowl. So, if if he stays at that position, he goes to the, the T Wolves at thirteen. If they pull the trigger on him, which I know I don't think they're going to get the center, but that's where he has as a prospect. And if there's a prospect, he lands the T Wolves. That's big. Kel Johnson going to the Lakers. That would be super big. You put him as a shooting guard next to Josh Hart and all them guys. I mean, that's super big right there. Um. Paul Bowl, like I said, with the T-Wolves, as talented as they are. Maybe they want to put him at the four. Oh, he's 225. You could do it. Two seven foot two. And he can shoot the three. I mean, he's real gifted to be seven foot two. He's very gifted to be seven foot two. You put Bowl Bowl in that situation, and that's a little unfair. I don't even think, like, wow. Um, he has defense too. He has everything. He's averaging 17 and a half points. 12 rebounds, three and a half blocks. He's shooting 33% from the three-point line, 72% from the free throw line. Four. He's a, he's a, anytime you got a big man that can shoot threes and hit free throws, that's a little crazy. I mean, I like Bobo's game. I really believe he's one, he's one of my top five favorite prospects in this draft. Louis King, you ain't seen here heard much of Louis. And because of that, I could see him going down. There's a lot of people around draft time that before the draft comes, they're in the draft and they move down. Louis King hasn't came out and, and you know, he hasn't put any stats down yet. He hasn't played yet. Louis King might not be in this draft. He might be in the next draft. 
guy that everybody knows has all the scoring potential could eventually not be in this draft. I'm here to talk about the top 20 right now. Just to visualize on the top 20 picks and kind of break them down and who could sneak up and who could go up, who could go down. Louis King, uh, O'Shea Prezet is another guy from Syracuse. Now, 6'11 wingspan, 6'8, 210. He is really, you know, he's really surprised me. Like, as much as he has a talent, I didn't think he was a NBA talent like that. And last year, you just started seeing this whole different type of NBA talent. And then you're doing that over there in Syracuse, so it's not like a surprise. This guy finna shine. Uh, he's averaging 18 points a game and 10 and a half rebounds at 6'8. Two assists, um, 42% from the field, shoot from the free throw line. He can play. He can definitely ball out. So he's going to stay in there. He could move up. If he keep doing that, he could move up. He keep balling with Syracuse like that. He could move up. He averaged 14, 14.9 points a game last year with 8.8 rebounds. I think he stays at a double-double this year and possibly move up. Uh, Darius Garland having a good season with Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt, shout out to Vanderbilt. Really recruiting real good. Shout out to good recruiting. You just got to give it all the love in the world. Good recruiting and good coaching. It's just like what um, Michigan did against Villanova. It was just great coaching, and they, they got at them boys. Got at my boys. But Darius Garland, 21 and a half points. I'm going to have to go with he's the best point guard right now. I got to go with some of my cohorts and writers. 21 and a half points, four rebounds, and two and a half assists. And for him to be shooting 50% from the three-point line, he's going to be dynamic in different ways. Like 6'2". That's how in the 90s, 6'2 was big for a point guard. It was it was big. It was good size. It was like being 6'5". So now it's a little different. You know, 6'2 is small. It is what it is, you know. And he can shoot. Darius Garland is room. He would go. O'Shea Brissett, let's go back. Louis King, if he stayed there. If he was productive or dynamic, if he stays there, he would go to 14 to the Clippers. Which they would get a guy. And I know Louis King is a good dynamic player. When he gets and was able to make moves, y'all gonna see how dynamic this guy is. O'Shea Brissett with the Celtics. That would be a a, a good six eight guy to fall back on the bench and learn behind a good um, culture and good team. Darius Garland. Going to the Heat, that would be big to have somebody, a second point guard on the bench, that explosive. I think he would um, affect the team. I think he'd be good because he can shoot. Now, Ryu Hachimura, this guy's good. Like, I didn't, like, I was waiting to see more. I saw some, but I'm like, let me see how he grows. And he looks like the type of guy that can definitely play. An athletic power forward at that. Athletic power forward. 25 a game, 5 rebounds. I can't. I mean, what are you going to do? This is this is your guy who's moving up. Other guys moving up. Him, O'Shea, Dedrick Lawson. You know, we wanted to. I got the article coming. Prospect Watch. Got to be on Dedrick Lawson, man. Dedrick Lawson is a guy to watch out for. Dedrick Lawson has become a real good player, a real good prospect. 
came right in Kansas, you know, is averaging. He's 10 points and 10 and a half rebounds right now, four assists. You're going to see absolutely a lot more from Dedrick Lawson. He's one of those guys to look out for. Luke May. Luke May has come into the season and become an absolute monster for North Carolina. You know, Luke May is a guy to look at. North Carolina is playing good. 16 points, 8 rebounds, 8.3 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, 6.8. I mean, 6 foot 8, 240. You know, um, he's a guy, a good second round pick, but I know he's impacting North Carolina real big. DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, straight from Philly. I thought he was going to come out last year. It's another guy besides Daniel Gafford. I thought was going to come out and stay in the draft because so many scouts raved about him, you know. And I think he just came back to basically try to up his status. And that's what he did in this draft. He's looking like a definite first rounder. People are looking at him. They like what they see. They like from last year. 11.5.7 rebounds. Shooting 52% from the field. Uh, he shot 38% from three last season. So just wait for him to get. He's shooting 60% from the free throw line, but he shot 75% last year. So just wait. I mean, he's just starting. He's, I think he's going to really, really get into a sophomore from Philly, 6'7", 225, is about to really get in him, especially knowing where he is in the draft. He has to impress. He knows it. I'm pretty sure he knows exactly where he is. Eric Pascal. Eric Pascal, um, last couple of games, he's been kind of off. This team has to come back and do what they do. He has to take over and be a leader of Villanova. They need that. They need that. They need Eric Pascal. They need him. He's adding 18 and a half points, seven and a half rebounds, two assists, and he had 10 points today. So that average is going to go down a little. So <laughs> we're going to see that happen. But Eric Pascal is. He's, he's explosive. He just he was getting to the hole. He was missing a lot of shots that just he was getting to the hole and never went in. That's just what it was. At number twenty is Semi Sola Shitu, who is doing an unbelievable job. Like it's another guy that I could see rising up. For the simple fact, you gotta look at the size of these guys and what they do. He's averaging sixteen points, twelve and a half rebounds, two assists. He's a freshman. Vanderbilt, once again, him and Darius Garland. Him and Darius Garland. This is the top 20. This is your top 20 right here. And there's some guys that are going to be freshmen that are going to look at coming out. He looks like a guy that's in their first round talk coming out, um, shooting 45% from the field. We talk about Moses Brown. I've talked so many times about Moses Brown. He's a big guy. Big guy, Moses Brown. Seven foot one, two forty one. Uh, eighteen points a game, thirteen and a half rebounds, two blocks. Without a doubt, him and Bowl Bowl have to be the ultimate big one and two center in this draft. Um, eighty seven percent from the field he's shooting. That's everybody's talking about Zion Harmon, but they're not talking about Moses Brown. I mean, you can't talk about Zion Harmon shooting over. He's shooting over 80%, but nobody talk about Moses Brown. We're going to come back, and we're going to um, wrap it up. We were just talking about the top 20, and we're going to finish it up with a little bit of um, 
you know, players and other guys that we feel like in this draft could move up. All right. I'll be back for the last couple of minutes here, NBA draft, and we talk NBA draft picks. Um, we're going to go a little bit down in the first round just to update you on some guys, some more guys in the first round. I was like, look, well, let me go ahead and just give them the, the facts. <laughs> Bruno Fernando. Now, this is a guy here, Merlin Evans, 13. Point point seven points, eight point seven rebounds, shooting seventy six percent from the field, two blocks. He can get in there. I think he's six ten, two forty. He'll be in the draft. He was looked at to go to the Jazz with the pick. Similar solar Chitu would have been if he stays in the twenty. He'll be with the Pelicans. Eric Pascal would be with the Pistons. DeAndre Hunter would be a Sixer. Be a good two way player to have with the Sixers. Ryu Hachimura would be with the Hornets, and there's Garland with the Heat. Like I said, the Pacers saga by Kanata. Um, another guy who has been big in college. I mean, the guy can play. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed by him. I'm impressed by him. I feel like it's a lot of guys here. I think going to be like quality big men. Nothing all-star spectacular, but just quality big men. Uh, he's averaging 15 points and seven rebounds in West Virginia. And we're going to go down to Jalen Hands, who is also having a big season. Another prospect that I feel like is, is going to be explosive in this because he's impressive. 16 points, three and a half rebounds, five assists, shooting 48% from the field, 50% from the three-point line. I think he'll be imp- I think he'll move up. I think he'll definitely move up. Lucas Samane. I interviewed him. He'll be in the draft. You go to a NBA draft room and look under his name, and you will see. You will definitely see him and see his uh see the interview, see how he talked. Impressive guy. Um, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, averaging eight points a game. Here at with Union Olympia. Guy can play ball, definitely play ball. Can shoot from long range. Shooting 42% from three-point. Look for that guy. And then the 25th, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is, um like I tell you, just watch this draft. You got to watch this draft, man. You have to watch this draft because he's a guy I feel like can move up. Just because of, the, of how it is. He only having 7.6 rebounds a game. Um. The, tw- the 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 way he's shooting bad is twelve percent here twenty he's shooting twenty three percent from the field and twelve percent that that's not him and I'm not even going to extend this guy's gonna be way better than that Darius Baisley Jonte Porter is hurt E J Montgomery's looking impressive and Lindell Wigginton this is the guy I want to look at Lindell Wigginton is a guy that he's little though and but he's a he's a ball of lightning you can bring him off your bench. And he'll be something. He could probably be one of them guys that's surprised because he can play. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, sophomore out of Iowa State. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is NBA Draft Room Radio. And I just want to say that it's going to be guys that are definitely going to move up. Let's go back over who I think. Louis King is going to move down. Um, 
Ryu Hachimura is going to move up. Right now, Pascal's where he's at right now. I think where he's at is perfect. Uh, Simisola Shitu is where he's at is perfect. Jalen Hands could move up. I just think because of his what he can add to and Tyler Hero as the season goes on, he's going to be somebody that Calipari is looking to to score, and that's what he can do score. So I think him and Jalen Hands can move up. Saga Bakanata, kind of he's right there. Um, Jonte Porter. It's going to be really something to see where he goes. It's really unfortunate what happened. He should just come back next year and play, and he'll be a lottery pick in any draft. Um, EJ Montgomery. It's going to be interesting. He's coming off the bench. Will he come out? I think he moves down in this draft and don't come out to next year. Um, O'Shea Brissett moves up. Right now, he's moving up. Him and Garland moving up. Hatchamara moving up. Guys moving down will be Louis King and Charles Bassey, in my opinion, right now. Um, anybody else down here? Not right now. I would move Jalen Hands up a little bit from 23 up to like in the 20s. You know, right now, um, 21, he can move past a lot of these guys. Um, Shitu, I think he can move past him. I think he can move past Pascal right now. This is what he offers. I think Pascal stays right there. I think Hands goes to 18. I think Hunter, he's moving down right now. I think he'll be in the, in the first round, but he'll be like 21, 22, 23, 23rd pick. You know, I got to see more right now. It's just Jalen Hands looks like the guy. That people are not seeing that Moses Brown is definitely in this in this draft. Dedrick Lawson definitely a guy that's going to be in this draft. Um, uh, these are guys that you have to look at. I mean, you got to look at these guys in the 2019 draft. Some second round guy, Jalen McDaniels, could move to the first round. PJ Washington, I think right now he says the second round. I think he's a possibility of moving to the first round because of how good he plays. Um, Khalid Martin is a guy I think stays in the second round. Tyus Battle, could, he could move up. But I say right now he stays in the second round. Uh, Kasha Mushidi is is something to see him down. And this at one time he looked like a guy that could be in the first round, but not no Jordan Brown. It's gonna be interesting to see where he is. He's gonna stay in the second round, so he's not coming out this draft. It just wouldn't be smart for him to come out this draft. Um. Guys like Austin Wilder, Jericho Sims, they stay in the second round. Jared Culver, Carson Edwards, Jalen Hunson. Uh, Yuduka, as your beauty, I don't really think Yuduka is a guy that stays in the – he's going to go more further up than the 57th-ranked player if he stays in the second round. Um, I don't see Bolton being drafted. I just don't see him being drafted. I don't see it happening right now. Killian Tilly, we'll see where he goes. Killian Tilly is a, a talented guy, but he I think he gets drafted. Uh, John Petty, let me tell you something. Pay attention for a little minute, and let's see how John Petty goes. Because I think he could, he gets drafted. I think he starts tearing things up against drafted. He's too good. Nick Richards, I don't think he gets drafted right now. He don't look like nothing impressive, in my opinion. He can be in the second round. I, I think he'll be like in the late second round. He could. He could definitely do that. But, um, yeah, Jalen McDaniels, I think, goes up to the first round. I think he's definitely a first-rounder. There's some guys who I think will move out the first round. E.J. Montgomery, yes. Lindell Wigginton, yes. Out of here. Jonte Porter, yes. Out of here. Baisley, yes. Out of here. These guys are not going to be – it's just some guys that are going to move up and move down. Um, See more about what Baisley's about. I really want to see where he's at. He has a shoe deal, 
Let's just see what he's about. I just don't see it. Right now, he's second rounder to me until I see more. Um, Tyler Hero. Jalen Hands. Tyler Hero hasn't moved up yet, but Jalen Hands at 23, I'm putting him. If I'm looking at this draft, he's moved to 17 just like that. Huchamara and Brissette and Garland already have moved up. You know, um, Louis King's moved down. So and I would move Garland um, where Louis King's at. You put Brissette, you know, up, and then you put uh, Huchamara up. You got Bassey, he goes down. You know, other guys, I just feel like that's would be the moving up the thing. But as I say here, we in NBA draft room. It's going to be a long season. It's going to be guys to go up, go down. Right now, we know for sure. Who is my number one prospect? Zion Williamson. That's just it. Point blank. Who is my number two prospect? Cameron Reddish. Why? He has a better jumper. He's a better shooter, smoother shooter. Look on a year and you look at Cameron Reddish. And you look at Zion, Zion Williamson is just too efficient right now for me to take him from number one. I can't take him from number one. It's, it's like it's no way I take him from number one. That's just like the probably the dumbest thing I could do. Before we get out of here, let me let me let y'all see. Let me let y'all realize how much and how good. That Cameron Reddish is. Cameron Reddish. Is one of those guys. He can be efficient. And he can be smooth. You're looking at players that. You know. Turn into big time players. Turn into big time players. And Reddish is one of them. Looking at how good he is. And how focused Cameron Reddish is. On the court. Um, playing with, playing at Duke, which is pressure. All right. So when we come back, we're going to break down RJ Barrett and Cameron Reddish. Be back, back y'all. All right. Before we wrap this up, let's get to this duel between RJ Barrett shooting and Cam shooting. Now he shoot 47% from three. All right. He shoot, he hasn't missed a shot from free throw line. And shoot 42% from the three-point line. I mean, from the field. And mostly you look at him, it's like you're looking at a guy that's, that's shooting a lot, you know. But you look at R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's shooting. R.J. Barrett's shooting 48% from the field and 37% from the three-point line. See, that's just the difference. R.J. slashes more. Cam has that shot. And then you look at his free throw shoot, you know. You see he got the four assists, five rebounds, you know. But what Cameron Reddish has been told to do is be a sniper. That's Cameron Reddish's whole thing, be a sniper. But he's still an all-around player, three assists, four and a half rebounds, 23 and a half points. You look at Barrett, he has, um, you know, they're like closer numbers, but you can see the three-point and the free-throw percentage. He's just more of an efficient scorer, and I know, like, he would be their perfect player for Philly. All right, y'all, we out. Follow leader. All my leaders out there, man, listen, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, follow me on um, Leader Johnson on Facebook. All right, I'm out, y'all. NBA Draft from Radio, follow Leader.